0: Yes, indeed. It's about that time. Hi, I'm Michelle Spivey, and I want to welcome you to Wisdom Smack. Come on in and let's get started. You know what? I was thinking the other day about uh, when I was uh, just starting out trying to have my own business and... uh, do this thing on my own and i did like a lot of people do and this is not to um say anything disparaging about network marketing mlms or any of that kind of stuff i'm just saying that that was the go-to marketing want your own business want your own autonomy your own agency you know want to live life by your rules then do this whole thing and i i remember taking um a large part of my retirement you know the 401k and all that kind of stuff and investing in my future and by that I meant buying all of this stuff to sell in my new business I mean, when I tell you I went hard, I went hard. I went uh, to Vista Print and I got any and everything. I got the magnets for the car. I got the banners. I opened up the office, got the warehouse spacing well, storage space for my products. And I was on it, doggone it. And I was out there selling and selling and selling. <laughs> but the funny thing was, is that before I did that, I should have done some other stuff. And how many of you have wanted to, you know, be your own boss, be your own person, get out there and do some stuff? I'm just, you know, I'm just asking Um, because I'm finding that there is truly nothing new under the sun. And I wanted to give you a quick little insight. If you're going to actually do this thing there's something that you know the old hats that have been in the game a long time would tell you if you would listen (laughs) and you know what that is that is that you should know what you're getting yourself into now I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the big aha that I got and the sad part is it took me quite a while to get to that aha but let me go back to my story. So I have all these powders, potions, uh, juices, and promises. And I am starting to make some inroads. I'm getting people signed up so much so that one of the quote-unquote big wigs comes into town to help me quote-unquote close these people. I um, go and I... I, I gather at people's houses and I pay for all this food and have people show up and oh honey I'm just doing the doggone thing and I'm looking at my bill from Publix and I'm looking at these people wolfing down these sandwiches and cake and juice and soda and I'm like but they're not buying check they're not signing up for nothing <laughs> and I was just like wait a minute this and then it started clicking to me I was like This is my 401k. They sucking down. Now, I don't know about you, but at that time, I didn't want to freak out, but I had to take me a moment and go in the back and freak out because I was like, oh my God, this has to work. This has to work. This is my chance. This is my business, you know? And I mean, what can I say? It is a dream that I see all the time. Now, am I saying that you can't do it this way? No, I see people doing it all the time. I'm just saying I wasn't able to do it that way. And so after a failed attempt of trying to do this for, I think I, I made it through about nine months. Yeah, long enough to, if you were growing a baby to produce a new life, but long enough for me to run through a large portion of my nest egg. Yeah. And so I went back, you know, hobbled through and was like, okay, um, I've got to make this work. I've just I've just got to make this work because I hate my job, you know. And this was still during the time uh, when I was, you know, working and stuff. But I was trying to put tentacles out there that I I didn't want to work for anybody else. You know, remember um, in another episode, I told you about how I um, would go into the bathroom stalls and cry. (laughs) <laughs> because I didn't want to be at my job anymore. But this is not how you do it. And so I was like, something's got to give. So I took my lumps, my bruises, and I was like, okay, I'll try to stick it out and rebuild up my little nest egg and and try it again in the future. You know, because at the time, I was at that, that stage in my life where I was like, oh, I have all the time in the world. I'm young, I'm this, I'm that. And so that's what I decided to do. So I... Got my hand slapped, and I went on and, uh, like I said, took 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 my beating, and played nice. You know, went to work with a smile, being oh so grateful for that job that was sucking the life out of me. And I just want to say something. I blame Robert Kiyosaki because it wasn't too much later after I had consumed all of those books in his rich dad series that I was like, I I have to, I have to suffer. I have to pay, you know, for my, my craft, if you will, of, uh, of making it out of corporate America. And I don't think that's what Mr. Kiyosaki meant. I just I just think he meant that if you're going to do this, stick to it. And, you know, so, yeah, he wasn't talking about uh, self-imposed suffering because of ignorance and stupidity. <laughs> so I went on and like I said, I went back and learned my lesson and, and uh, increased uh, my... Uh, my repayment to my 401k and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a go again. Once I pay off this loan that I took out from my 401k and I'll do all this kind of stuff. And I kept going and I kept going and uh, I would try little things here and there, but guess what I would do. I would still go to these different network marketing MLM, you know, types, types of deals. And then after I think about the fourth one, I was just like, you know What? this is not for me and I need to get better educated about what I need to do if I want to make this happen. And so that's when I started realizing that there is um, a process. And if you, if you would just bear with me, I want to just talk about this today because like I said, there's nothing new under the sun and I keep seeing stuff and I want to just talk about it. I want to get out there and talk about it. And um, being an entrepreneur and on my own, like I said, for a a long time now, I I am finding that it is true. The curse of knowledge is real. There are things that you have to learn if you're going to be sustainable in in doing what I do, and that is taking care of yourself off of the efforts of your own um, abilities through your own business. And so there's a, a certain curse of knowledge that we take for granted because, you know, you learn it and it's kind of like it is what it is. And, no, and it's not glamorous. It's not that stuff that people want to see. You know, it's not that laptop on the beach, you know, with the sand. And, and if you knew, like I knew, there's no way you would take your laptop on a beach and let sand get in it. Uh, but I digress. And so I want to talk about it. And, this, and that is this. It is the um, information gap, the knowledge gap, and then knowledge to wisdom jump. Uh, there, I, I, I like to tell you a little bit sometimes about the books that I I read and those types of things. And there's this book, I've mentioned it before, it's called Curious. Um, and it's Curious, The Desire to Know and Why Your Future Depends on It. And it's by Dr. Ian, Le- I don't know if he's a doctor or not, but it's by Ian Leslie. And it's a, a superb book. It goes into how children are um, trained to learn and these types of things and I've really enjoyed it over the years. I've I've, um, read it a few times uh, because it really does help to um, identify some things that we kind of are starting to lack and I'm going to just go on and say it. I am seeing that a lot of people who would want to go into business, they are lacking in certain skills that really don't have anything to do with business as much as they have to do with their your future being able to depend on it. And what do I mean? I am talking about learning how to learn, learning how to teach yourself. Um, there are some in in my neck of the woods that say the difference between a surviving or thriving entrepreneur and a failing entrepreneur is your ability to solve problems on the fly, to deal with the unexpected on the fly. And that's, that's I mean, from my uh, experience, that is so true. Things happen. And guess what? The book always stops here. There is no one, you can take this up to the ladder to. There is no absorption of the impact on your business when you are the business. You know, th- things that, the average person would not have to think about like, like simple things like secession plan. What happens when you can't work? You know, what happens when you don't want to be the face of your business anymore? Now, I'm not going to go down those, those rabbit trails today, but I do want to say this. And that is, if you want to become what your heart's desire is, whether it is being an entrepreneur, owning your own business, uh, being a creative, uh, 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 author, a mus- author, a musician, or whatever it possibly could be, starting a app, however it is that you've come to this point where you want more. I'm going to hopefully share a little bit with you today and talk you through it because like I said, this stuff is not sexy, But this stuff is needful. So let me just talk real quick about the information gap, the knowledge gap, and then the knowledge to wisdom jump. Okay, so the information gap, when I was having those problems of wanting to start my business and I kept joining network marketing mlms and i kept investing in the products and i kept trying to get people enamored and in love with these products and i even believed in them i remember contacting the people who had formulated the issue you know the 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 things and trying to find out the uniqueness of the products and how they were better than their competitors all of this stuff and in hindsight I realized that I had a true information gap because I was gathering facts and I was gathering information and but I I was not putting it into the right knowledge. You know, so information is the, the, the think of information as the raw data. And then think of knowledge as what you put that data into to make it make sense. And Just because you can put data into some kind of assembly to make sense does not mean that it is the right knowledge, even with that data. And so instead of me trying to figure out what made these products so unique, I should have been taking the data and trying to understand what made these people who succeeded so unique. Because it really wasn't the products. It was the people and it really wasn't the people. It was the people's timing. Did you get in early? Were you part of the founding? You know, because let's just face it. If you actually go like I finally had to do and studied the history of the MLM, how it came to be, what its structure was and, and got that information from myself, I would have known that for the most part, the founders and maybe the first two or three tiers are the people who are going to make money. And once they've made the money that they can, they move on to the next opportunity. That's why you see repeat diamond levels in all of these different network marketings because they get in and 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 everything. But I, I'm, I'm not going to go all down that road. I'm just going to say that I had an obvious information gap that I was ignorant of. I was I was ignorant I was ignoring that that was a possibility. And so like in this book um, called Curious, um, the author talks about only those who have a curiosity point to ask more, to uh, look for other, to look for the missing. Those are going to be the people that are able to succeed. And like I said before, If you're trying to do business, trying to um, get your songs out to the world, your art, your, your books, whatever it is, you have to learn how to mitigate, lessen, or even eliminate your information gap. It's one thing to know stuff. It's another thing to know the right stuff. And so that's where the knowledge gap comes in. Now the knowledge gap, I, I'm not going to conclusively say that it's unavoidable, but I'm going to say, especially if you're just starting out in something, it's unavoidable, and it's because you don't know what you don't you don't know what you need to know. So you start trying to know what you can know, and it's almost kind of like you're working your way up through the ranks to pay your dues to try to figure it out. And this is the knowledge. This is the gap where I think a lot of people fall into the cavernous void, never to return. And they give up and they go away. And that is because there is a learning curve. So when you t- when you hear people talk about, oh, the learning curve for this industry is X, Y, and Z. The learning curve for this one is X, Y, and Z. Sometimes this knowledge gap that I'm talking about is called the good old boys club. You know, it, it means that you got to earn your stripes pay your way in, you know, show people that you're here to stick and stay, show folks that you're willing to make an investment in what they're doing, you know, because ain't nothing in life for free. There are certain things that have to be understood and learned and experienced when you're in this part of your transformation from outside and not being who you want to be to moving to where you need to be. You know, so that knowledge gap of not knowing what you need to know is real, but it's conquerable. And it, it is something because it is very, very uncomfortable. This is um, where a lot of the frustrations come in. This is where a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, I failed and I failed and I failed. This is where you hear um, um an actor say, oh, they think I'm an overnight wonder or overnight success, but they didn't see all the different times I failed to do this or to do that or X, Y, and Z. And when we step back from it, it's a knowledge gap that they are learning to lessen, shorten, or eliminate because you have to start learning how the cogs of the wheels of whatever industry you're trying to get into, how they work. You know, it's something, Something you can't really bend the rules until you understand the rules. Because if you're trying to bend the rules and you're outside, you're not really doing much but making a mess. And, you know, that's that's just, it is what it is. You know, so when I'm like, Looking at stuff, or even when I have people that consult with me, and they tell me their their dreams and their goals. Remember, I have this this superpower where, where I'm able to see um, that spark, that one thing that people. Uh, should consider concentrating on to make the leap that's part of what I'm looking at I'm looking at how do you need to close your information gap if I, if, if we determine that that's the issue how do you need to work on closing your knowledge gap or your learning curve or breaking the glass ceiling or the uh, boys club or whatever it is that is something that you can't avoid it, it's not because that's um, how people say it is. It's just that's how systems and and industries grow, build, and learn. You know, so the information gap is is there at the at the beginning, right? You don't know how to put the information into useful knowledge. But then the knowledge gap is once you understand what kind of knowledge, then there is, there are the learning curves. There are, um, trying to figure out, is this the right knowledge I need to be concentrating on? So, you know, that was the part where, um, I wanted the business. OK, so let me go back. So the information gap was I wanted the business. And so the biggest, loudest voice out there was on your own business, you know, network marketing, MLM marketing. Right. Once I got in there and started getting that information and just and under and, and starting to see that the more I learned about the products and and tried to learn about sales processes and marketing and stuff, it didn't matter because it was just a collection of facts and stuff that didn't stick together well it wasn't until i started realizing and and there's a saying i want to say it says the more you know the more you realize you don't know that's when you're starting to get into this knowledge gap because that's when the knowledge gap is talking about um knowing but not knowing what you don't know and so that's where I uh, have seen the most frustration and the most casualty. More more people fall into that cavern of the void uh, in this stage than ever because sometimes they're right at the cusp of finally getting it, finally getting the break, finally understanding um, what they really need to be concentrating on, but. The sad part is that you can't put a time on it. You can't say, oh, it's going to take you three years where it might take somebody three weeks. You just don't know. And so that makes it very volatile, very scary, and um, very formidable. So after that, there comes a jump from starting to know what you need to know to wisdom. And to make this jump from knowledge to wisdom that's where you take what you know and you know how to learn it, how to do it, how to make it work. And then it goes into your personal database of experiences, of knowledge, of um, the way you think, the way uh, you uh, take action, the way you view things. And that flavor is now put on that knowledge and it is basted and, and baked in your experiences, and it comes out as wisdom. And the difference between knowledge and wisdom is that wisdom tends to make the knowledge more effortless, efficient, effective, sleek. Um, it makes it where it actually becomes um, so subtle that it looks like it was always meant to be. You know, there's there's that person that you look at and uh, they seem to be a veritable magician. Like I was watching um, a documentary of uh, these uh, uh, woods over in Switzerland that I think it's Switzerland that they use to turn. Uh, into violins and cellos. And these are supposedly the same woods that were used during the time of Stradivarius and the and the other great masters. And they had this man uh, they were talking to because something had recently happened where um, a big storm had come and just taken out acres upon acres of these trees and so they're trying to hurry up and harvest them. So he was actually being interviewed and they walk up to this tree and the man is talking to him and asking him questions about what makes a tree so wonderful and all this kind of stuff. And at that moment I was so blessed because I saw wisdom in action. He walks up to the tree he places a hand on it just a hand he leans into the tree. He looks up at the tree. He—I uh, don't think he walks around it. He just walks up to the tree, leans in, touches it, and then he tells the guy, "This is a perfect tree for a cello." And the guy's like, "Well, how do you know this? Because there's a whole bunch of trees. I mean, he actually is in a a, a thicket of trees, and he walks up to this one and he says. And then he goes on to say, he says, "Well, it's growing straight up. The leaves are—I mean, the branches are." high enough, Uh, he says it, it talks about all these different little things that you can clearly know just by the word choice of how he presents it and how quickly he's able to explain it to someone who is not in the industry why it's a good tree, that you're seeing wisdom right in front of you he has taken the knowledge and he has made the jump from knowledge to wisdom and so with that being said, I want to encourage you that if there is some kind of endeavor you want to do, you know, you can you, you can go through, you can go through all of those years that you think it takes to suffer, like I thought, and you can go through your trial fail cycles and that's fine. Or you can start to label, claim, and understand what you gotta do to get to where you want. And hopefully you can take away some of that unnecessary travail and suffering. And you can understand and ask yourself, am I in an information gap? Am I just gathering a whole bunch of information thinking I know something I really don't? Or am I in the knowledge gap where I know a lot, but evidently I don't know what I need to know? And if that's the case, Don't give up. Expand your borders. Start to talk to people. That's why people get coaches. That's why people network. That's why people ask for mentoring. Um... Because those are ways for you to lessen that knowledge gap. Now, let me tell you something about mentoring, because I get asked to mentor folks for a lot. And when I tell them my rules for mentoring, they shy off. Do not approach someone and ask them to mentor you if you're not willing to pay for their time and their, and their knowledge and their wisdom. That's a slap in the face. At best, you don't deserve a, a mentor at that time. You know what you deserve? You deserve a colleague that is going to help you and them on the same level be accountable as you go through the process together. Because there are levels to this game. If you're really wanting to make it and you think you need a mentor, mentors are folks who work with coaches. Coaches are folks who work with uh, successful uh, doers. If you've not even made it to being a successful doer, how do you think you're going to skip over getting a coach to getting a mentor? Mentors are people who help you so that you can turn around and coach and help other people. So if you are trying to get a mentor, that's not a grown babysitter for you. That's not someone who you should think, oh, they're just going to pour everything into me for free. I'm just going to take up all their time and resources and I'm going to shortcut the process and not give back to them. So that's just a little side note. Don't do that. okay? so anyway, I am. I'm just wanting to share this and I'm going to be sharing some more of this stuff with you because I've had some feedback on people who are like, you know, tell us the good stuff. Tell us the stuff that you've learned and, you know, and those types of things. And so I figured, yeah, I'll take a, a half hour today to, to give you um, a little insight on that. Uh, I think I might do one uh, about business money and the things that you need to know about business money. Yeah, I think I might do that one too. So, hey. Thank you so much for listening. And let me just recap real quick. When you are wanting to get something done, one of the best things you can do for yourself is you can do a self-evaluation to figure out where you are on the knowledge wisdom, knowledge, excuse me, uh, where you are on the information knowledge wisdom track. Are you in the information gathering? And that's where you're just gathering stuff and you don't really know how it should go together. You're just, you know, any and everything. Or Are you in that area of struggle and frustration where you have in your try-fail cycles, where you try something, you fail? You're gaining enough knowledge to be dangerous, but you don't know the right knowledge and you don't even know that the right knowledge exists. If that's you, then do what you can to lessen it By expanding your borders, getting out there, learning what um, those who are successful are doing. If you want a coach, get a coach, pay for them. If you are at the level where you can handle a mentor, pay for it. And then if you are at that time where you you have something specific that has turned into wisdom, it's time for you to be able to recognize that you are a sage. And sages are needed today. I'm going to be talking a lot about the 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 uh, position of a sage and how to how to make that work for you, so that you can be able to give back in your area of expertise and wisdom. All right. So this has been Michelle Spiber for Wits on Smack. Thank you so much. And don't forget to like, share, comment. Hey, you can even send me messages uh, through the message app or check the show notes. And I just really appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. This has been Michelle Spiva. Thank you so much for joining me. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and even comment on some of the Wisdom Smacks you have going on in your life. And Or even if there's something we talked about today that you especially enjoyed. And don't forget to pass it on and share. I'll talk to you later. See you on the next time with Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. Bye.